The 80s Rewind again with Paul Stevenson and Gino Conti. I mean, it's extraordinary things. I caught myself, as you do, watching yourself on YouTube. I didn't... It was, you know... Weeping into a kind of butt fast. <laughs> uh, no, it was, it, and it was uh, it was the top of the pops. I was singing Dancing Girls, and I was wearing I had a, a denim jacket on, and what appeared to be a pair of pajama bottoms. <laughs> and uh, to cut a long story short, do you know what I mean? I would let Tony take me through the barricades, <laughs> and that's true. Go. <laughs> I'm just so giddy, yeah, honestly. I, I, the last time I was this happy, I just got married. Tony uh, Hadley. I love him madly. One point. E.T. Uh, <laughs> e. on the pan. Are you okay? Are you okay? Do we need paramedics? It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. John. I think E.T.'s constipated, actually, yeah. Okay. This is the 80s Rewind again. Rewind Festival 2013 special. Um, morning 80s fans Morning 80s fans Day 2 of the 80s Rewind Festival here at Scoon Palace We've uh, had to vacate the room pretty yeah. early 10 o'clock kick out time Nice breakfast though It was a lovely breakfast, lovely breakfast yeah. It wasn't very nice reading when we were talking out our Wi-Fi To upload some pictures on the 80s Rewind Again Facebook page That we realised even after a couple of pints last night That <laughs> we had to be out by 10 o'clock Not good not Yeah, We, good we finished the festival here We headed back on the 80s fun bus Which you heard some lovely singing from uh, managed to find a nice pub where yeah. we uh, had a couple of drinks. And we had some young blonde girl trying to convince us to go to the loft and I had to tell her that I've not even been in my loft in the house yet, <laughs> so I'm not going to no loft. And it was an 80s club, so she was quickly told yes. to do one. And just to clarify, it's not an 80s girl trying to hit on us, taking us to a club, it was somebody who actually worked in the pub trying to sell us tickets. Yeah. So we just, told her yeah. that if it's not happen. 80s, we're not interested. Indeed, yeah. So we got up this morning, we had a lovely breakfast, uh, checked out. And we, Can I just we talk about right, oh, actually what? waking up this morning? Uh, okay. Because I woke up this morning... And I sort of came round and I did that sort of yawning like a wee hamster. And then I turned turned to the side and I noticed that Paul was sitting up fully clothed watching me. I wasn't watching you you at all. I think I was. Is that what you were dreaming about? That's when I checked. Listen, look, I'd been up for hours. I'd had a shower, I'd got myself sorted, I'd got myself connected to the Wi Fi, I was flicking through the old Facebook page. You turned over, I looked at you, and then you were watching me. I wasn't watching you at all. You were watching me sleep, that's weird. You're a weirdo for thinking that. Tell you. You know, who gets that was at eight o'clock in the morning. Who gets up that early? I don't sleep. I was up till about two o'clock last night, just being awake, and then I was up and out about half five. We need to go to church. We could have done that this morning. So anyway, we were out out of the B and B about ten o'clock. Yeah, and then the the festival campsite place, the actual festival venue itself, doesn't open till twelve. No, we arrived here about half ten. Brandishing our badges, saying, look, that was in, that was in. Um, a little bit of in- intercom with the yeah. security and the, yeah. the management and all that kind of stuff. They sent us around the very back where we got to pass where the, where the artists actually yeah. hang out. And when we got here, right, if you check out the page from day two, or if you take out the pictures from day two on the A's Rewind Again page, you'll see that we've taken some photographs of some of the dressing rooms. And I was about to take a, a photo of uh, Sonia's dressing room, and she That's was it. in there. Yeah. And I, I saw her, she had her big, she's got her big like pants on that you wear to the doctor. So that was a little <laughs> bit awkward. <laughs> Nice. So yeah, we got ushered through, and then uh, we've got plenty of stuff lined up for today. It's a fantastic looking lineup for the rest we've of the got day. Loads. Now the thing is, the OMD were supposed to be headlining tonight, mm. but they've had to pull out something to do with their drummers, L or whatever. Um, and we were just talking to Peter Noble from Peter Noble PR, who is absolutely sound with us, and he's to be really fair, given he set us, us up with an awful lot yeah, of people. Great access to, to all the artists today, and um, Peter was saying that basically. Um, 
how it's going to work tonight is the compared to all the other artists that appear over the course of the weekend, the Human League show is the big one. Yeah. But today we're hopefully going to speak to the Blow Monkeys, the Blockheads, we're going to try and speak to Level 42. We've got Cutting Crew playing today, we've got Sonia playing today, uh, Jason Donovan's here, as is Nick Carshaw, Belinda Carlisle, Tony Hadley, and the day will finish spectacularly with the, the Human, Human League. League. Yeah. yeah. Don't know how many artists we'll get to speak to, but we'll do our very best to bring you as many as possible. The way it works kind of backstage at these sort of places, uh, the ones on earlier in the day, because they like to spend a bit of time here as well, they like to mill around, yeah. so they're right to come out and have a chat. But when, as it gets a bit later on in the day, they come out after the set so if it's 10 o'clock 11 o'clock when they're finishing it's not as easy to grab hold of these it sort is, of big yeah, acts but yeah. we'll do our very best for you but what's course. fantastic about where we're, where we're placed we're basically stage left yep, um, yeah. where there's, there's a section for VIP so people have paid a lot more for the tickets to get access to this area so they can stare at us yeah within yeah. the VIP area there is the big massive press tent which is cordoned off by fencing and what was really cool about yesterday was we're sitting there openly interviewing everyone and it gave the punters that have paid a little bit extra money a chance to just see what goes on in the press yeah, tent yeah, yeah. Yeah. see how it works you know and it was amazing when Rick Astley was in that precedent my, oh, word, my word we were surrounded there were about five six uh, deep it was all women all want a kiss and it to be fair you were brilliant because um, a lot of the press I'm not, not mean this disrespectfully they don't tend to look at the, the punters that are out there the people that paid the money to come and see but you yourself you went over you grabbed two or three cameras off two or three women yeah, went well, over and took a picture of a lot Rick. of them were shouting for Rick Ashley I mean even when we were doing Captain Sensible there was a lot of folks oh, shouting for Captain crazy. Sensible and this woman just I happened to catch her eye and she just had this look in her face as if like, to say Help. I never ever got a picture with Rick in the 80s and now that it's 40 years down the line I want to get a picture <laughs> of Rick again and I just went up to her look do you want me to take your camera and then two or three people and then we yeah. both took photos and, and hand them back and it made her, it made her festival yeah. you know? getting a close Close-up picture of Rick Astley. I mean, it did, it was, and it's incredible because all the artists that have been through to the press tent, they, they do spend maybe half an hour going out and going around the VIP area, and the, oh, the amount of photos they had to take with people, yeah, and the amount yeah. of things they were signing, and all this sort of stuff. And, and Rick Astley did incredible. really well yesterday because they were saying, I mean, he was he was, I would say, the most popular artist. Oh, we yesterday. yesterday. Even when he first took to the stage, everyone just thundered towards Even the that press stage. Emptied. Oh, everyone it was a out. mass exodus towards that stage. He came in, he did a good hour and a half. After yeah. the, the press interviews, he and took the press a lot is hard enough because a lot of people go in there. They ask the same sort of questions. Totally. He's answering the same sort of things. And we're then... different on these. We weren't again. <laughs> uh, so he did a lot of stuff like that. And they were saying like he basically didn't have a drink when he came off stage. Um, he didn't, he didn't actually. Yeah, no. they've got his. They had his food ready for him, and he waited a good hour and a half. And that's what you call a nice guy. So yeah, we're just going to go back at the press tent just now, see what ha- was happening. We're going to try and speak to some of the punters that've been joining the weekend. Yeah, there's loads of people. There's fifteen thousand expected here today. And hopefully, we're going to get hold of the, the main um, organ of the whole thing not just Rewind Scotland but the guy that started off the whole David, Rewind yeah. thing in the very beginning so that'll be very interesting we'll get well. the thinking behind that we'll actually find out you know what he feels about how big it's got mm. and uh, we know that some members of bands are here we know that the Human League management is here yep, yep. and the guy I think his name is Mick well maybe we don't know about getting the Human League later on because they're on so late however we hopefully will get some sort of story some or chat, a bit of yeah. a chat with, with Mick from the Human League so until you hear from us again kids keep it easy. So here we are, day two, backstage uh, at Rewind Festival here in Scone Palace in Scotland. I'm delighted to say we have the organiser of the festival right from the very beginning as well. David, thank you for joining us. Yeah, pleasure. Good stuff. Now, you started the whole Rewind Festival back in uh, Henley five years ago. I mean, what was the big inspiration to get that all started in the, in the first place? Well, it started a couple of years before that, really. Um, Carol Decker from Tapau is a, mm. a friend of mine uh, and lives in Henley. And we were doing, uh, we'd done a series of concerts uh, in a stately home in Norfolk called Blickling Hall and it was a 10th anniversary we were trying to find something special to mark that 10th anniversary and basically looked around lots of bands weren't touring at the time and couldn't find anything and Carol kept saying do an 80s show and I 
be honest, I thought I'd love to go to it, yeah. but I wasn't convinced that 10,000 people necessarily would want to go. Anyway, in the end, almost by default, we decided to put 10 artists together for a 10th anniversary. And that show, which was just an evening show, sold out so quickly that we repeated it the following year with 11 artists for the 11th anniversary and then did it in Powderham Castle in Devon and out of that grew the festival, really. So that started five years ago in Henley and obviously three years ago up here in Scotland. So obviously a huge success down in Henley. Was it always a plan once you saw how well it went down there to actually bring it up here north to Scotland? Well, I don't think we ever thought that far in front, really. It, it, it kind of grew from that and obviously... As it was a massive success in Henley and we had lots of people travelling down, we thought, let's expand and, and do do one up in Scotland. So I came up here. My daughter's at university in St Andrews, so it was an excuse to drive her and all her bags <laughs> up and have a search for the right site. Good stuff. And just thinking about how busy it was yesterday, looking at 30,000 people over the weekend, are you quite impressed and quite sort of like now thinking to yourself, yeah, we made the right decision because the 80s is just so cool. Yeah, I think it's interesting. It has really changed over five years. Maybe five years ago it wasn't so cool, but it really has just kind of grown into that. And, and the approaches we get now and artists who want to do it, you know, it's been fantastic. And the, and the best thing about Rewind is word of mouth. It, it grow, you know, you, you can tell people it's great, but actually it's people coming here, having a fantastic time for the weekend, going away and, and telling their mates. And it must be a good feeling for you. I mean, you look out there and you see the people that have made such an effort to come to these festivals and they get themselves all dressed up in a sort of these crazy costumes and the outfits and everything like that. And you look out there and you think, yeah, I did that. Yeah, well, I think the, the audience are the stars of the show in many ways. You know, they, this isn't just a sort of audience. You know, they've all come dressed up, they've made an effort. They're there to have a good time. And, and even when there are no acts on stage and we do the big sing where you've got the, you know, the bouncing ball and the words up on the, on the big screen, they're all singing along and having a fantastic time. And in a way, it's got a life of its own. You know, a lot of it, we, we hope a few people would dress up. Now it's everybody dresses up. Now they dress their cars up. You know, it's <laughs> kind of crazy. And just talking about how initially you were saying Carl Decker and you had said about doing a thing and you'd said you love these, you love yeah. that sort of concert. Is there anyone that you've not had on your lineup yet from the 80s you think, we've got to get them, there's got to be one for them? I mean, see, when it comes to the, the 5th or the 10th anniversary of Rewind. Well, I think there are loads of artists and there are artists that we've persuaded over the, the last few years to come back and work, people like Holly Johnson. Hadn't done a show in 20 years. You know, locally up here, Fiction Factory got together for the first time in 20-odd years and so on. But they're always targets. I mean, I'd love to see Tears for Fears, for example, and we keep having discussions with them. And, you know, they work occasionally in America and haven't been around. But, you know, we'll get there in the end. And just talking about logistics as well, I mean, the site is huge. I, I honestly didn't expect it to be this big. What sort of number of people are involved in putting this thing together? Well, probably over the weekend we have in excess of a 1,000 people working on the site. And that's everything from litter cleaners to stewards to caterers. It, you know, it's a whole host. It's a small army of people working on it. Excellent. Tremendous. Well, thank you very much for joining us, David. Um, we're here at the start of day two, so we hope that day two goes really well. Yeah, hopefully it'll dry up a bit. It seems to slow down. I can get my wellies off eventually and, and we'll get on with the party. Perfect. Thank All you. Right. So here we are. We're in the main field now with uh, Peter. Where are you from, Peter? Hi, Peter. I'm Peter from Mark Inch, Fife. Ah, good stuff. Uh, and you're here to enjoy the festival. You're here yesterday? No, didn't make it yesterday, just today. So you came down today. Who are you looking forward to seeing today? Well, Human League's a last-minute stand-in, which is actually a good a good option. Uh, OMD would have been good to see, but unfortunately, you know, not making it. So have you been to you, the, sorry, have you been to the Rewind Festival before? Yeah, this is the third time. 
we did two days the first time and then we did one day last year and we picked the wrong day this year by the looks of things <laughs> yeah yesterday was lovely you should have been aye, here then aye. yeah no I was going to say when you, you talk about the human league did you used to sport the hair back in the 80s yourself the, no the not no? quite no, no. Oh, that's a shame I'm, 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 just, I'm just looking at it now I'm thinking just wondering what Flop the seagulls yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not far uh, up. Pierre when it comes to the 80s you know, it seems a long time ago. It's great that it's getting reinvented now with these sort of festivals. What do you miss most about the eighties? Oh, that's a. I've got to say it's a long time ago, but <laughs> school. Yeah, I, I miss school. What was so special about school? The 80s? Uh, school was great. School was great. It was like Grange Hill. My school was like Grange Hill. And was it, the sausage. Uh, was there any time at the canteen where someone threw a fork with a sausage on there? Remember, like the Grange Hill the credits? I went home for my dinners. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Hey, can we catch up with you, Paul? <laughs> What's your name? Where are you from? I'm Heather and I'm from Markinch. Good stuff. And uh, you're here to enjoy it, and I've noticed there's a few beverages floating around as well, so everyone's having a good time. Are you the designated driver, are no, you? No, I'm just on Diet Coke. Oh, until very later, good. Because I'm a really right. bad drunk. Well, you're going to drink half of that and then fill it up with vodka. <laughs> oh. no, I'll be on the wine later. Oh, jeez. <laughs> right, so who are you looking forward to seeing today? Uh, level 42. Ah, Mark King. Are yes. you a big fan of Mark King? Mm, I just I like them. I've seen them before. I saw them years ago. So in the 80s. Uh, yeah, in the 80s. <laughs> and for you, what was the best thing? What did you enjoy being a, a woman from the 80s? What did you enjoy about the 80s? The clothes. Yeah. What I you like miss? the clothes. What clothes did my you... rara skirts and my big hair and, and that. Yeah, yeah it's a shame because yesterday everybody was full of that kind of stuff. But I think the weather's just put a slight dampener on the, there was the costumes. A, yeah, yesterday there was a lot of Madonna material. Like, yeah. You saw it once, you saw it a Everything thousand Everything was day glow, yeah. Last year it was a honey monster. He was my favourite. Oh, Is that right? right? Did you come dressed up last year? No, but the honey monster was here. Every, every time you looked down, the honey monster was brilliant. Did you get a cuddle? No. <laughs> he touched me at one point. Did he? Oh, that's, yeah. let's not talk about that. Let's talk about that. <laughs> and I want Billy Ocean back. Oh. Yeah, we, where was we see you before or? Last year or the year before? First year. First year. What was Billy Ocean like? He was awesome. I thought he was dead. Right? Well, <laughs> I didn't know on he was still alive. Right. And then he came on and he looked really old and I was like, oh, he was broken. Because he's got the big... He's, he's a, a big, big grey right? yeah. 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 He was really good. So you was chuffed that Billy Ocean's still alive? <laughs> and good. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Right, here we go. What's your name? Where are you from? Um, my name's Yvonne. I'm from Livingston. Livingston, cool, yeah. and uh, you're here for uh, today, Yvonne. Who are you looking forward to seeing the most? Uh, Tony Hadley. Yeah, yeah. Big Spander fan? Yeah, I yeah. was, definitely. Do you fancy Tony Hadley? Yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Well, if you were a female. <laughs> well, you never know. I might, I might be. Yeah, no, I'm not oh, well. <laughs> well we, got, uh, we got a bed and breakfast, and he told, her, he told the woman oh. we were together. Oh, right, like, so oh, you got a double room, did ah, you? Ah, well, sort of. Ah, yeah, yeah. Funny looks at breakfast. <laughs> so, uh, what was your favourite Spander Ballet song? True. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah true. Um, and gold, I like yeah. that. And gold. Back yeah. in the 80s, was that your slow dance? Did you yes, uh, we got yeah. married in the 80s, so, you know. Yeah, what was your first dance? Oh, I can't remember, actually. Not that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, our tune, uh, but our tune was, um, like, we like soft sail, didn't we? Tainted love. Uh, that's what we always oh, remember about when we were going out. Uh, and does it still get the heart beating when it comes on the radio if you're both in the car? End up, st- yeah. <laughs> end up stopping in a leeway maybe for 20 minutes or something. Oh, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> so you're looking forward to Spandau Ballet today. Anyone else you're looking forward to? Uh, Human League. Human League, yeah. yeah. Well, we were speaking to the guys backstage at the Human League, Human League show. They're saying everyone's show is like, see, this bike, the Human League are amazing. And they're uh, all for a good hour yeah, as like well. Yeah, like 30 people trying to set them up and everything, yeah. That was why the first year we came... It was so good, that was why we did the both days, we couldn't decide. And, like, they were on the Sunday, they closed on the Sunday, they were really good. 
Last year we only came on the Sunday, and this year I would have come two days because Rick Astley was on last night. Well, I tell you, yesterday was a day, it was a sunshine, yeah. it was amazing yesterday, yeah. yeah. Well, listen, thanks for talking to us, enjoy the festival. Thank Super. Backstage at Rewind Festival Scotland 2013. You guys are legends, by the way. Are we? <laughs> oh, I totally not PCs, like, I love it. Good, good, good. Here we are, we've been joined in the tent, Gino, by uh, the legends from the Blockheads. How are you doing, guys? Good on the road and loving it. Good yes. stuff. Now, you've come out before you've gone on set there. Um, not the best of days for weather, but the crowd is already building up, hasn't it? Well, yes, it appears so. What time did they open the, get the doors? Back at 12, Back at 12, it's what? Oh, it's gone half we arrived about 11 and it was like a ghost town. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they keep them all out until 12, you see. Yeah. I suppose they're heading from the rain. Yeah, <laughs> I don't blame them. But to release to have the rain, we've done a couple of festivals in the sun. <laughs> it ain't fun. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of suntan lotion, that's what's needed. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So you guys, uh, as, a, as a blockhead, you're absolute, you're absolute legends, and obviously being initially Ian during the blockheads, how do you feel it is now for you guys when you perform? Do people just still love you for, for always who you are? Yeah, I mean, um, Derek Hussey has been singing with us since Ian died in 2000. Uh, the first gig we did was in Dingwalls after Ian died. And that was the most terrifying moment, really, in our whole history. Because what would they make of us now, you know, with Derek? And they loved it. And our fans have, like, stuck with us like a family. You know, OK, we lost, you know, the godfather. Icon, yeah. But, you know, today we wouldn't be here without Ian's legacy. Yeah. And um, he's always there sitting on us, you know, on our shoulders spiritually. But we're, we're, we, we've just made a new album. Mm. We've just finished a new album. And people are saying, you know, it's the best thing we've done since Ian passed away. And we live very much in the moment. We don't, we don't yeah, you yeah. know, that's really where it's at. I yeah. mean, that's why we love doing it. Every, we're still playing a lot of the material that was written in the late 70s, early 80s. With, but we, we sprinkled some new well, we stuff in. You know, we've stuff. done the yeah. odd album yeah, yeah. since. Keep it fresh. Yeah. It's funny how you guys are still doing it from the heart. You know, now that Ian's gone, you've still got that spiritually him with you, but you're, you're still yourselves as a blockage. I love that. It's yeah, yeah, well... Yeah, we, we, we sort of gel. We have an empathy, which we we enjoy playing. We enjoy getting together. We we do about 40 to 50 gigs a year, wow. which is amazing, considering everybody does other things and you know, we bring everything together. But everybody wants to do it, so um, it works. <laughs> Tremendous. Thank you very much for joining us, guys, and I hope you have a good set today. Thank you. So here we are backstage, Blockheads live on stage as we speak, but we've managed to get hold of from the Blow Monkeys. Dr. Robert, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you very much. Good stuff. You've just been on stage yourself and blown away the crowd opening uh, act on today's bill on Sunday morning. Um, you've got a brand new album out and you started one of your new songs as well. Yeah, why not? I mean, you know. Very um, brave move, some might say. Uh, some might say, but I, th- I think they stand up to everything we've done in the past. And for us, it's an ongoing journey anyway. It's not about just the past. I mean, we've put three new albums out in the last five years, so we're very much... Uh, you know, a continuation. But I mean, I, having said that, I still really enjoy doing these sort of gigs because, at the end of the day, you're just playing music to people that want to hear it. And that's the equation. Doesn't matter what you call it. Yeah. So uh, I figured that rather than uh, I didn't think it would be an insult to people. I think it's actually the opposite of that. You know, here we are. We're going to play some tunes, old and new. Stuff. And uh, as you said, it's a brand new album out, and you've, you've released three in the last five years. So yeah. you guys are still continually recording, still touring, and yeah. you're feeling as good now as you did maybe back then. Better, yeah, well, yeah. You know, I think if you don't by this stage, if you don't enjoy it and you're not getting any better, do something else. <laughs> Indeed, you know. So uh, yeah, but I mean, you know, 
that's that's what we do you know that's what bands do they just make records and play and um, and, and, I, and always all we're trying to do is just make something is try and improve and get better all the time I think that's all good stuff Doctor thank you very much for joining us it's been My a pleasure, pleasure. Thank, you. thank you so we just spoke to uh, the guys from the Blockheads who are now on stage belting out their big hit we spoke to Dr. Robert from uh, the Blow Monkeys. Now, we thought we'd take a bit of a wander around the uh, festival field again, over to the far side. We've not been over here much. Uh, and there's loads of vendors. You can get pretty much any sort of food you want, can't you? i tell you what, you can get Moroccan stuff. You can get noodles. Hey, I've just got myself a coffee just now. They've got the old traditional hog roast, gabbage, stovies. Um, we're spot for choice, Paul, spot for choice. It's tremendous. We're looking around. We can't decide what we're going to have. But I also like doing this because you get to have a look at people. There's a Thunderbird over there. As you do, yep. There's some guy riding a pig earlier. It's not a real pig, but it was a pig nonetheless. I don't know how that worked. But yeah, it's good just to walk around, see this. everyone's in good spirits. We're just walking past the lavish lounge now, which looks like it's just a, a tent where people are dancing and stuff. Yeah, they're playing a bit of Jason Donovan right now. They're playing too many broken hearts in the world. And everyone is rocking at the lavish lounge. It's amazing to see, like, amazing to see. Crazy. We've got Blockheads on stage and they're in a big tent listening to Jason Donovan who's on a bit later on. But anyway, it's all sounding good. So, we're going to head back to the uh, press area now and see if we can get hold of uh, someone coming on next thing. So, Earthwind and Fire next and then we've got a bit of level 42 and cutting crew so the acts are starting to come through very quickly. Yeah, uh, leading up to the big, hands of, big acts of the day. As I mentioned earlier, Jason Donovan, he's playing Blood and Kalel. Uh, she's coming tonight. I'm looking forward to meeting Sonia. Sonia is so bubbly, uh, I'm thinking she's going to be a good crack to interview, you know? Yeah, indeed, definitely. So, we'll catch you soon. Backstage with the cutting crew. I'll tell you a lovely story with, with, with Nikki who looks after us. Um, do you remember we were playing at SEC in Glasgow on mm. one of those big tours a while back? And we always have Jack Daniels in the in the dressing room. And they, oh, they'd, uh, are we rolling? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They, they screwed up and there wasn't any. <laughs> and I remember it was just odd, wasn't it? Not It was kind of like our thing we do, you know, yeah. just before we go on stage, we whack back a big one. And she came running down, didn't she? There was like, ladies and gentlemen, would you please <laughs> And Nikki was slow motion running down with two Jack Daniels. We actually walked on, didn't we? Hello. Anyway, enough about that. <laughs> no worries, that is the voice of Nick Van Eed from the wonderful cutting crew. Also joined by Gareth as well. How are you doing, Gareth? Oh, I'm very well. Thank good you. stuff, good stuff. Uh, yeah, so we're here at the uh, Rewind Festival in Scotland. Uh, you looking forward to, to playing today? Really looking forward to it. Even though, I mean, the weather's kind of with us. It's cleared up. Yeah, it has, yeah. So, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed, it won't be coming in sideways like it has been sometimes <laughs> yes in all the mud and everything else yeah. is going on but yeah uh, the fans looking forward to, to hearing the big anthems as always yeah it always works they were big songs and they, they do work off a big stage um, we're lucky with that when, when we went big in mostly in America you know the we played arenas uh, and then, then shed sheds these outdoor things yeah, yeah. and they are big big old sort of you know tingly songs so it, it will work and we have a band there's Gareth and I cutting crew now yeah. and uh, we play with any band <laughs> any band oh, that will have us you're not fussy you're not fussy yeah. 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 any pubs in Inverness yeah. <laughs> can, can you drum yeah. do you drink Jack Daniels aye <laughs> you're in you're in yeah. you're in it's not you've a process <laughs> <laughs> yes, we drink Jack Daniels yeah. if you're looking for a couple of backing singers what I was going to say um, in different countries there'll be different bands but this band are very very special and they can I, I just still find it amazing that a band can rock with yeah. a cutting crew and then they can play like um, you know Tinty Pop for Sonia or whatever yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a very special thing so yeah look out they are superb they really are yeah. is there any time it's just talking about when you guys are being cutting crew and you have to play with the band and they, it doesn't does it sometimes not gel does it sometimes not work 
it would be rude to mention names, obviously, but there have been the odd time where it's been. We turn around and go, "What is going on back there? What is that noise?" You know. Do you remember? Yes, I do. That's what I was going to. Oh, you can't stop there. We were we were paid a king's ransom to play Butlins once. It was one of the most revolting nights I've ever spent in my life. Oh. When, when was this? Oh, was a while back. Yeah, about three years ago. You, you know, get get these phone calls, and we said, "Sod it, let's do it." You know, it was. I mean, there were girls down the front, big fat Welsh girls, <laughs> flashing their titties. Sorry, my family, by the way, my Welsh family. There. <laughs> yeah. I was going to see Gareth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're insulting yeah. everyone here. They were obnoxious. Anyway, so we, you know, we, when we get to die in your arms, we thought oh, this is the moment where we win them back. <laughs> This guy, the keyboard sound, do you remember it? Ladies and gentlemen, this, this is the one you all be might get your hands in the air. <laughs> you nearly walked. I, well, it, it was that and the combination of the pink inflatable penis, which was uh, in front of me in the, as well in the audience. But Six foot inflatable penis. Sounds like a classy place uh, to play. Of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take so the money we, and run. Were you on just before Cannonball or after? <laughs> well, I have been on before Cannonball once in my career. I supported them years ago at um, <laughs> in Blackpool. I, yeah, 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 I was in a band that supported Cannonball, so there you go. That's my claim to play. You can only go downhill from there, can't you? May I add, we've never done that gig again. If you ask Go West and if you ask the other bands, like they all tell the same story. You just literally get keep your head down. Oh, Remember the guy, the MD, saying, as I walked on, he said, just give your word of warning, lads. No ballads and don't talk to them. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Jeez. Get on, get off. We'll start the car. Yeah. And like, just before we sat down, you mentioned you played, was it, is it Kinloss? Yeah. yeah. When was that? Jeez. That's four or five years ago? Five, okay, yeah. yeah. We, we'd released, like we released the Grinning Souls album and... Um, we did a short British tour. We played the Bean Inn, which is just down the road here. Where is that? Uh, I couldn't tell is you. That Perthshire, maybe. This, 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 I think um, and we yeah. we got a phone call. The guy saw us booked in there, and Grigor up there just phoned me up one day and said, "How do you fancy it?" And I was like, "Well, it's a bit up, you know." <laughs> a long way yeah, to go with respect. Yeah. <laughs> and he treated us nice, and it was a lovely show. Do you remember the, there was a sandstorm as we drove drove in? Do you get this sort of weird red sand blowing? Oh, I just thought I'd mention that. Probably a jet went over. Started here. They must have been yeah, testing some nucleoid weapons or something <laughs> like that. Explains yeah. the strange glow in my skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the laugh. If Cotton Crew survive, we can't use it in Iraq. <laughs> we were tested. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you've got somebody soon. You know, the head stopped coming, you've got somebody soon. Like, that's what it was. Yeah. Damn, I never wrote another song after that. Yeah, that's what it was. It was out. a good show. It was packed out. Um, and I think people, and I don't mean this in any, um, oh my God, Cotton Crew here. It was just a bit weird. People were coming yeah. out and going, what are you doing here? And yeah. so, well, we yeah. were doing that, so we're here. And from a Scotland point of view, from our point of view, that is fantastic because mm, yeah. we don't get the big names up there there's no big arenas it's always Glasgow Edinburgh or, yeah. or Aberdeen so for mm. you guys to come up you guys are absolute legends and uh, died in uh, I just died in your arms tonight it's my karaoke song Oh. And on the podcast monthly basis, I somehow just end up singing it. And oh. the, the time we had you on from that interview, I can just stop singing it. <laughs> you know, it's become. I hope I'm right. You, Gareth's good at tidying up my quotes, but um, <laughs> I think it's become like a friendly parody now. That song, you know, I like it when it's used. Like Miranda suddenly the other day in one of her shows just suddenly went, oh, oh, oh yeah. I, oh I, oh I, I just died. You know, and there's nothing spiteful in that. Yeah. And in Heaven, the thing with Vic yeah. Reeves, the beautiful. That was a karaoke mm. joke on it. Um, I love it. I, we've not, we've got away with not 
being attacked through it, but it's just become one of those 80s songs that's iconic and yes, I hate definitely. that word, and people can poke gentle fun at it, and I'm very happy with that. Good stuff. Yeah. Now, if this interview couldn't get any weirder, it's about to get weirder. Um, we've <laughs> asked every artist we've spoke to a series of questions. Um, there's four questions, 20 points in each question. Oh, Christ. So basically... Can you get 80 out of 80? That's basically where we're going with this. He's the competitor. Don't worry, it's it's not tough questions or anything like that. It's more about experiences, okay? Okay. I'm going to give you guys individual scores and an overall cutting crew score, all right? We don't want everybody else's, obviously. (laughs) So first up, um, give you three choices of 80s movies, right? You've got Top Gun, Dirty Dancing, or E.T., all right? So can you think of any memorable quotes from any of those, those three movies? Who's going first? Who's going first? Look at their eyes, they're staring into the distance. There's obviously a phone home, isn't there? It's a good one. Oh, yeah. There's obviously that one. Um, Well, that sounded a bit like Gandalf. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe just ten. (laughs) (laughs) I've given you 20 points, though, guys. Oh, thank you. Very generous. Nick, Nick. E.T. for me as well. Um, It it is one of those, I can't tell you the other. I bet you it was 82, 3. Was it? Because we were in Canada with my previous band recording an album and it was on in a Toronto Cinema. Well, there you so go. there you go. Do you want One to do an impression of E.T. or...? Uh... <laughs> E.T. on the pan. Are you okay? Are you okay? Do we need paramedics? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I think E.T.'s constipated, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. I feel okay. the need for speed as well. That's another one that's... Oh, yeah. oh, that's it. Hey, he's rolling. Oh, no, he's he's got an extra point. We were thinking of um, going down the Top Gun route, getting Vaselined up and playing some bo- volleyball later on. Do you fancy I've had enough. Did you say Vaselined up? You're not the BGs. You're walking us. Nobody calls us tossers. On to uh, from movies to TV. Uh, looking at the A team, thinking about the characters from A team. You had Hannibal Smith. You had Mr T. Ooh. You had, you had face, the face, yeah. and you had Hannibal, the, the nut job that flew a helicopter. Uh, which character do you most relate to? Out of the I think that was Murdoch, the, the nut, nut job that drove the helicopter. Yes. Murdoch. Murdoch. Yeah, yeah. Murdoch. Yeah. 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 Only mad Murdoch. That would, that would be my character. Is that I definitely relate to him. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's mad about you, Gareth? Uh, oh, I'm just mental. everything. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'll give you 20 points. I love it when people say that. Yeah. Right uh, I always wanted to. Like, I got laughed at at school when they said, what do you want to do for you know, a living when you grow up? And I said, I want to be a helicopter pilot. And they all went, <laughs> too much able. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I might have been different if I said I'd like to go up and play with my own chopper. <laughs> I might have been different. Yeah. Uh, Nick, you've got a favourite thing to where this is going. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I get told off all the time. <laughs> I was trying to get my girls up, hand, uh, my hand up girls' dresses and I never watched the A-team. I'm sorry. Well, we'll give you a face because he was face. a bit I never, ever, ever watched it. Sorry. No worries, no problem. Right. Uh, One of the most iconic pieces of jewellery in the 80s was the Casio calculator watch. (laughs) Did you have one? Yes. (laughs) Oi, well done, guys. I did have one. It was a little silver one with it, yeah. Yeah. The red red digits. Oh, wow. The red digits. How long did it last you? Um, I've still got it, actually. No way. Yeah, it doesn't work. Shut up. I've still got it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in my vast loft. Get on eBay, pal. (laughs) Oh, I make a fortune. Yeah, yeah. People love this 80s stuff, you know. I'll send you a pic. Send you a pic. Well, yeah, you have to, you have to like her. Yeah, you guys got a Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got a Facebook page. Yeah. Oh, you've got to like her. 80s <laughs> again. Get in there. That's fantastic. We have no celebrities like us. Again, he's trashed me. No, I never owned one, but we did have a drummer who had one, and I think oh, we stamped well. on it. <laughs> we thought it was so uncool. <laughs> I think the best guitarist went, no nah, man, you're not wearing that. <laughs> did he used to do timers like, right, lads, if I... Oh, he did all that, yeah. Did, yeah. It, so you did, it, did it have um, what other, other Mine things? had no other functions, oh, just no at the time, that was it, on and off. Yeah. Yeah. Just display, right. yeah, I'm going to yeah, give you 30 points for today. <laughs> yeah, good work. Okay. 30 out of 20, well done. Final one, favourite item of clothing from the 80s? 
what stands out for you? What do you know? You mean the, the well, it's got to be the it's got to be the pads and you know and the shoulder pads. The shoulder yeah. pads. Yeah, suits with ridiculous shoulder pads. Did you own any? Yeah, any plenty. Oh god. Yeah, I did actually. Yeah, I did. Awful things. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Seen the photos. Oh. I used to wear red comma band. Which was uh, very nice, fetching. Nice. Actually, you look on any of the early cutting crew video uh, live stuff. But better than that, it's a true story. We were shooting the video for I've been in love before in America, and we had this gorgeous silk shirt. You know, when you do videos, they oh, the yeah. girls just show you stuff and what would you like to wear, and they style you. I put this on, and it was a kind of a floral thing with a rose here. But from a distance, it looked like I've been stabbed. <laughs> the stab shirt. I'm giving you 25 points. The stab shirt, right? Okay. I think my mullet was the, was the worst thing. My haircut was definitely did you really mullet. Yeah, I had a proper no, mullet. How long did you keep the mullet for? Mullet. Because it must have been a tough one to get rid of. It was. It was a really tough one to get rid of. Uh, There's a petition for bringing it back. I believe. Oh my god. <laughs> I'd sign that. I'd sign, I've some. I've, I've dreamed sometimes that I still have it. I can't just put your hands through your hair. And it gets to about there and stops. I don't know what happens. Oh. And I guess. Then, anyway, leave it. Some <laughs> of us are blessed. Some <laughs> of us are. Going to give your scores. Let's have a look. Okay, right, Gareth, you got eighty out of eighty. Well done. Um, Forty, sixty, ninety-five for Nick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fix again. <laughs> I need to get my Casio watch. If you can't wait. <laughs> I know, I can bring score I hope we stuff the blow monkeys. Well, um, the blockhead's got what? Did he get 100? 100 out of 80, you guys have got yeah. 175, well done. We dropped 50 yeah. off their score because we had to revive one of them. You got, got a bit too excited. So 175 out of 80, it's fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well done, right, boys. Brilliant. Excellent, thank you. I am rubbish, I just get in the car. I don't blame you, I don't blame you. We're here backstage with uh, the lovely pop princess Sonia. How are you doing? I'm really really well thank you yeah? you're looking lovely I tell you. oh thank you thank you <laughs> tremendous now you're up here in scotland uh, touring around and doing the rewind festival you're looking forward to getting out on stage and building up the hits oh i'm so looking forward to it we did the first one in may um in bradford and that went down an absolute storm we had a ball so uh, i just can't wait to get out there you know the crowd just seems to be so up for it don't they yeah it certainly do what's it like getting out there and and, and playing the songs again i mean the, the what 25 years old or something like that now but how does it feel when you're singing them nowadays? Well, I'm always gigging all the time. I gig nearly every single weekend of the year. So um, I, I, I just love it, you know, and the, the joy it gives to people out there. I mean, they sing your song uh, literally word for word, <laughs> and it's just totally amazing, you know, and it's a roller coaster ride of, of emotions of, of your childhood, really, you know, yeah. and uh, I just love it. It's a big party for me as well, you know, watching it all. Yeah, it's good just seeing you there, your husband and your daughters over there, and it's, it's a family-friendly atmosphere as well at this festival. It's not just the older people. They've got the, the youngsters and the kids out there in the crowd as well it's just a fantastic feeling isn't it well that's it it's, it's a mixture of everyone just having a good time everyone's up for it and everyone just wants to have fun and uh, just just have a one big party basically yeah definitely definitely gonna bring Gino in here we do a little quiz with all the artists don't worry it's nothing too crazy it's more to do with experiences and things like that from the 80s so here we go okay so we've got a quiz we're going to ask you to talk about four different things and you can get a maximum of 20 points per per item and hopefully you're going to get 80 out of 80 that's the the fingers crossed (laughs) right so first of all talking about movies from the 80s okay you've got a choice of three yeah uh, E.T. Dirty Dancing or, or Top Gun is there any memorable parts from those movies that was your favourite? Oh, well, E.T. 
tea. I, I loved it when he, he raised the fridge, and I just, I just, I, and, and got in the wardrobe and put the wig on and the clothes. I love that. I loved it. I loved it. I cried though. Cried at the end. Cried. My mum, mum took us the pictures to see that one, and of course Tom Top Gun. Um, Favorite. I mean, I fell in love with Tom Cruise instantly. Had the soundtrack. Had everything. Posters on the wall. I still love Tom Cruise now. It's my favourite ever, ever. I think if I ever met him, I think I would actually physically faint. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, massive fate. I've got that. I've got it on DVD. I've got it on everything. Oh everything. We've got Tom Cruise craze over uh, here. Dirty Dancing, again, a very, very favourite of mine. Loves Patrick Swayze as well. I fell in love with him. Um, and the soundtrack, I had the soundtrack for that. I'm just amazing, amazing. And don't put baby in a corner, basically. No there one puts go. baby in a no, corner. No, never. Indeed. Right, uh, for that enthusiasm, Sonia. <laughs> I'm going to give you 40 points. Oh, Out of 20. 20. Not bad. That's good. How you do it? How you do it? Right, next up, um, remember the one of the most iconic TV shows of the 80s, being the A team, you had those four different characters. Who would you snog out of the A team? Oh, I've got to confess, I did not really watch the A team. And I mean, Mr. T came to the Empire Theatre and I took my little nephew, and he was about six at the time to see it. He was the genie of the lamp, and he popped up after half time. And uh, just before half time, he popped up, but we hadn't seen him up until that point, so I didn't know the story that he comes back on at the end, so we left in the interval. Oh, no! <laughs> you no <way>. nephew. <laughs> I'm giving you 10 points no, for that. No, he, he was bored as well because he was never coming up, but I didn't know the story. Then. <laughs> what was the phantom? Well, I think it was, was it Aladdin? Genie of the Lamp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He come yeah, on yeah. And, uh, just yeah. before the end of Act One, he just yeah. comes on and goes, yeah. and then that's it. That was it. Oh, yeah, I know that. I know he's ET. I'm ET. I know he's. <laughs> I know he's famous and all that. But come on, you take. I thought he was supposed to give Aladdin three wishes. I thought he got yeah. three wishes. And he does, but in the second half, but my little nephew was bored by then. Did you go for chips? I can't remember. We just thought, oh, that. I'm going home. Price for them tickets for that. <laughs> I'll take you back home. I'll chuck Top Gun on. How about that? Yeah, sounds good. Right, Question okay. Uh, one of the most iconic bits of jewellery from the 80s mm. was the Casio Digital Watch. Did you ever have one? or? I didn't have one of those, I'm, yeah. I'm afraid. No worries. No, okay. I didn't really have one. Oh, no, I can't remember them. No and the final one, what was your favourite piece of clothing from the 80s? Oh my goodness. Um, I'll have to say leg warmers. Ah. <laughs> we were thinking the beret. We thought maybe that was a... No, I used no. to love the leg warmers because I used to go to dance class and I used to put the leg warmers on with the tap shoes. Yeah. And what colour? All colours, I had all colours. But I just Bright thought it really, really made you look cool. Well, they did, especially with fame and stuff. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I think that was it, when fame was on and everyone fame was like... We can, we can do the show right here type of thing, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, I'm going to give you 20 points for that. I'm just going to do your total 40, 50, 70 out of 80. So That's not bad, well done. Congratulations. Excellent. Chuffed, I'm chuffed with that. Good stuff. Well, we hope you have a great show. Oh, thank Excellent. you. Thank you for joining us. Cheers. This first time we're here in Frankfurt. We did it in England before. And uh, we love the crowd. Rewind's always, it's a wonderful festival to play. Right, next one, so we're joined by Al from the Earth, Wind and Fire Experience. Can I just say one thing? I was wondering who was going to bring the funk this weekend. You brought the funk. <laughs> ah, my brother. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, we try to keep it with us. You know, we keep it in our back pocket. So oh, nice. whenever they need it, we pull it off. So you played all the big hits. Which one do you think went down best for the crowd? Um, well, always, we always get a big uh, a fantasy September. 
Boogie Wonderland, usually three of the biggest. Yeah, that's what they really do. And how is how do you feel now? I mean, obviously moving on, the way um, Earth, Wind and Fire, the way experience is evolving. How are you keeping it alive? How are you keeping it so the fans get what they want? Well, the fans know what they want. We were very blessed last year uh, from France. There was a movie called Antichable that came out that used Boogie Wonderland and September, and it gave us a shot in the arm. So we've been rolling ever since. We're working on new music that should be out hopefully this fall. Okay. Well, can you give us an idea of what to, what to expect? Are you, are, you, are, you, are you reinventing yourselves, or is it still is it going to have the funk? That's one. Oh, it's going to have the funk, without a doubt. But reinventing, I like that word. That might be what we're we're after. But it's going to have some Earth, Wind, and Fire, old Earth, Wind, and Fire flavor. Um, some new hip things, uh, danceable things, and love songs. So we're looking forward to it. And. Um, you said you played down in England. Is this your first time playing Perth then? Perth, our very first time, yeah. Beautiful country. Have you ever had a chance to see any of Scotland? or? No, not really. No. No. Do you know about Loch Ness? Loch Ness, yeah, we all know about Loch Ness. Yeah. Yeah. Nessie, she's that's, still around? Yeah, yeah, she is. Well, that's where, that's we're, where from. we're from. We're from Inverness. Oh, is that right? And the Loch Ness monster, she's just up the road. Oh, so wow. God bless her. We, 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 we go out and see her. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and Do you want us to pass on a message yeah, for you? Or? to say something? I, I'm just happy to be here and... Uh, God bless you, Nessie, and uh, thank you. Okay, we'll make um, sure Could you give us some out. funk to take back to Nessie? <laughs> some funk to take yeah. back, like, like what? Like, what do you want? Hey, funky, funky, funky. So, um, how long are you in Scotland for then after today? Uh, we're here for two days. Two and days. then we're going back to France. Yeah. And then you're back to France, yeah? Back to France for a couple of days, and then uh, Spain, Germany, and home. Wow, so you're busy. So, when will you actually get back to the States? Uh, hopefully on the 6th. Uh, they keep August 6th they keep bringing new things up you know so <laughs> who knows we were supposed to have gone home on the 31st but dates keep popping up so we've been very lucky very so lucky people seem to like this band so I'm very blessed that's what it's all about all right. and the crowd out there you've seen for yourself it's a mix of all, all sort of ages of families there's young kids that are sort of just discovering the 80s and mm -hmm. things like that and there's older how does that make you feel as an artist you've got all these faces wow incredible I mean the people that we we draw to our concerts are predominantly young folks you know who never the music is older than they are so it's new music to them and thanks to the movie Antichable they were very familiar with uh, Boogie Wonderland in September so we get a lot of young people want to know about the music want to know about the band I think it's great it's almost like a new career yeah and as well as you saying you're working on new material and things um, you've got to think about recently like Daft Punk teaming up with Nile Rogers that Get Lucky I mean mm -hmm. we were out with now not too long ago and in fact when we were on tour with he and Cool and the gang the, he went back to Los Angeles cut this record and came back we didn't know it was going to be this but uh, that's one hot record like number one in 64 countries so we'd like to do as well <laughs> <laughs> you put plenty of funk in it right. and you'll get number one in about 25 countries my brother thanks so just taking a wander around the site, and we've come across this amazing stall, haven't we, Gino? Taking yeah. A wander inside, and what drew our eyes in immediately was this amazing orange suit. Yeah, I, I walked up to the orange suit, and I thought, oh my word! And then there's a guy standing in like the max headroom, yeah, you yeah. know, the old uh, what's Bar that? Screen test, yeah. Screen it's yeah. Just yeah. Amazing. So, so are you you run this stall, do you? Kirsty. Yes. Hi. Okay, Kirsty, tell us a bit more about these fantastic suits. The suits, um, 
are were originally done for the online market, but then the the people that did them decided they wanted to get into the retail market as well. So we're now one of two suppliers in Scotland. We do the whole of the east coast, and the other ones do the whole of the west coast. And you've um, we were just talking the what's, what's his name again? Gordon. Just talking to Gordon, uh-huh. and he says you've sold quite a few. What ones are selling at this eighties festival then? Um, the Testival ones selling. We've sold some of the starring suits, um, the Bavarian, which is a blue and white check. Nice. Um, we actually sold this one, the, the Tashtastic suit, which is a white suit covered in moustaches, to a gentleman who's going to get married in the Love Church later on this oh, afternoon. Oh, we've, wow, we've been in there. We've been in there. His bride-to-be's friend came in and bought her a white um, tutu earlier oh, on nice. yesterday, and then he turned up yesterday afternoon and got one of these. Um, we've sold a Mr. Lover Lover suit. Nice, well that's a red suit with, with all these love hearts yes. all over it, yeah. Um, is there, what's that Jaguar-looking one over the jag, there? Yeah, yeah. We sold, sold a few of them. There's um, a couple of guys on a stag do, and they all put the money together. To and get this is stag. perfect for a kind of stag do kind of crazy weekend away, oh, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of the different ones, and you can either all go out the same, or you can be different. There's eleven or twelve different designs of the suits, and they bring out specific ones for Halloween and also for Christmas. Awesome. They have a Christmas one as well. And if you can't make it to the festival to kind of see these things, where where can we get these if, if you're listening? You can get them from our website, um, utopiacostumes.com. You can also get them from the Oppo Suits website themselves. Um, and we have um, various different discounts and things that we can do on them too. Okay, now you're a fan of the 80s? Yes. Yeah, what have you enjoyed? Have you managed to catch any of the bands? We listened, well, mainly because we're stuck in the in the stall all the time. I thought Rick Astley was brilliant yesterday. Um, and I'm really looking forward to Jason today. <laughs> no, you see, you're saying Jason by his first name, do you totally love him? Oh yeah, absolutely. We went through to when he was on stage in Priscilla, Queen of the Desert in Edinburgh and he was just amazing. Um, so yeah, really looking forward to him this afternoon. Super. Can't wait. Excellent. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks. Backstage with Nick Kershaw. Great to see a wee while ago just going out there and just taking in, soaking up the atmosphere, walking about the crowd. Yeah. Just well, just uh, yeah, down the front there. It's got a bit scary at one point. So I'm <laughs> quite expecting that. Do you like that doing that? Do you like getting involved with the crowd and, and seeing the fans and all that sort of stuff? I do. Well, yeah, because it's you don't really have much idea standing on stage and it's yeah. you know you're up there and it's you, you're in your own little world. You yeah. got your you got your earpieces in. But to really experience it, you've got to be down here, I think. Yeah, excellent. Well, here we're backstage. It's uh, with uh, the wonderful Nick Kershaw. Nice to have you on. We've had you on the podcast and then we've had you on the show a few times. So it's good to actually meet you in person. Thank you. And it's a lovely day as well at the moment. It's kind of coming out nicer than it was this first thing this morning. We're getting away with it, aren't we? Yeah, it looks like it. I did look at a forecast, uh, hence the wellies. (laughs) But it's uh, not really needed. Definitely not. So yeah, we come to play all your big hits and things like that. What's it like when you play these sorts of um, like rewind tours and things like that? Because you only have a short set, and it's a case of you can yeah. have to pick the big hits. And do you enjoy doing that? I do. It's, it's, there's something nice about everybody knowing their place in, in a gig like that. You know, the crowd know why they're buying a ticket. They yeah. know what they're going to get. And 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 the, you know, us up there, we know what we, we know what our job is. You know, it really, it's just this is what it's all about and I, I, I don't have a problem with it at all you know, I, you know everybody goes through a period of do I really have to play those songs again you know especially sort of end of the 90s when I started making records again I obviously looking for a bit of attention for the new stuff yeah. and everybody just wanted to talk about the old stuff but and that, that was kind of yeah, that was that was difficult but then you kind of get over that and think well actually I'm not ashamed of the old stuff and 
that was you know got so much exposure with those old songs that's what most people you know as far as most people are concerned that's what the, the songs that define me yeah, yeah definitely will, will you play one off your new album because you had a new album out um, I'm not someone year. asked me that before and I, got, I kind of I mean people do play I mean, yeah, they, they, you know people play the old cover as well yeah. and I, I, I don't know I kind of I kind of think people I kind of respect why people are here yeah you know, I, I did, I did a, a, a tour a few years ago when I first started doing this kind of revival thing so, uh, for a sort of franchise called Here and Now. And about halfway through my set, as a joke, I go, here's a song from my new album and see everybody's eyes glaze over, <laughs> you know, and then go, only joking. <laughs> you know, because it's not, it's not really what it's all about. I, I could probably get away with it, but, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe I might do it, yeah, possibly, but not, not tonight, obviously. Excellent. Because the band don't know them. <laughs> That's no good, is it? At this point, we like to do a little quiz with all the artists so oh, okay. far. Don't worry, it's nothing too taxing or anything right. like It's more about experiences from the 80s. So here we go. Do you know? So we're going to uh, just talk about a few things. Scoring experience we're looking for. We've got four questions, 20 points a question. Ideally, Nick Kershaw, you want to get 80 out of 80. Yeah, that's, that's oh, the score we're going okay. for. But we are generous with bonus points, oh, so chuck in whatever you want. Yeah. Right, so looking at some top 80s movies, we've got E.T., Dirty Dancing, Top Gun. Any experiences? What was your favourite? Any lines? Can you quote anything from um, well, I have Alien. Alien, right? Okay, mm, Ridley yeah, Scott, yeah. yeah. So I can give oh, this nice from there when you flop when they're when they're landing on the on a planet is coming in sort of um, coming in five by five. Nice. Well, that, that, that always got me that that particular line. No idea what it means, but <laughs> thinking about Alien, did you see that Prometheus that was out recently? I did see Prometheus. What did you yeah. think from an Alien fan point of view about that? I kind of well, it was kind of interesting. I mean, I loved the the the, the, the vibe of it, but I, I kind of thought it was a little bit. I don't know, how can we say, pointless? Yeah. Because, yeah. well, you know, I didn't... Considering what, you know, Ridley Scott's done in the past and how, how capable he is to make any kind of movie, why he'd actually go revisit that, that particular ground. I didn't understand why he did it. I didn't understand why. You know, it was a great... Oh, it was a good movie. It was beautifully put together, as you'd expect, but... Not sure. Straight. We're asking the why question, Nick. I'm giving you 20 points. That's excellent. See, straight in there. Generous. Up next, one of the biggest TV shows of the 80s was the A Team. You had Hannibal Smith, Mr. T, Face, and Murdoch. How can you relate to any of those characters? Which one would you be? Well, I did. I did sport a Mohican a a few years ago. Um, Oh, not a gold chain, but I, (laughs) I was. And I was never, ever confused with Mr. T, so I think I'd, I'd, I'd associate myself with him. Okay. 20 points for that. Thank you very much. Those, yeah. are, those are tough shoes to fill. Yeah. Right, well. uh, next up, one of the uh, most uh, iconic items of jewellery was the Casio calculator watch. Yeah. Did you ever on a Casio? I had a calculator, and, and, I, th- and I had a watch. I don't know, I'm not sure whether I had a Casio watch calculator. I don't think I ever did. So that, is that is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'm not sure. <laughs> I think because you've separated both items and yeah. actually you had them, so collectively. Oh, but I had them both on my person at once. Well, all the there time, we go. Yeah. yeah. So you were like, so, what time is it? What's five plus six? Exactly. So I, no, no, in my inside coat pocket. So. <laughs> I'm giving you ten points. Right. That's that's brilliant. Brilliant. Sorry. Not bad. Uh, the final one, uh, you'd mentioned about sporting a yourself, and uh, obviously there's a lot. There was lots of outfits. I'm trying to think from the donkey or or, or your video and things. Yeah. What was your favourite item of clothing from the A's? Favourite <laughs> item. Of clothing from it, I can I can I can think of lots of least favourite items. I can't think of any particular item that I'd want to ever see again. To be honest, from from the eighties. Was there any that you maybe wore yourself or that you saw somebody wear thinking, what the hell are you doing? No, well most of them I thought, what the hell I was doing? Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's a. I'm, 
I mean, it's extraordinary things. I caught myself, as you do, watching yourself on YouTube. I didn't. It was, you know, weeping into a kind of butt fast. No, it was. And it was a, it was a top of the pops. I was singing dancing girls, and I was wearing. I had a, a denim jacket on, and what appeared to be a pair of pyjama bottoms. <laughs> How did that go? Uh, I don't know. I just it was, was, was cool at the time. But some, no, someone did that on purpose. I was, I was styled, you know, because right. I was clueless. So I, had, I, I put myself in the hands of a stylist. All right, okay. Just for that punishment you received, I'm going to redeem that by giving you 20 points. Wow. Okay. So I'm going to give a total score of Nick Kershaw 70 out of 80. Pretty good. Thank you very much, Nick. We hope you have a good set out there, and we'll look forward to catching up with you later on. Thank you very much. So just fresh from off stage at the Rewind Festival, we're backstage now with uh, Mike and Mark from Level 42. Guys, that was absolutely tremendous. Thank oh, you very much. Very kind of you. Thank you. Yeah, you, had the, you had the crowd dancing, you had the crowd... The best, best, uh, best band of the day so far, without a shadow of a doubt. Oh, well, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for saying that. That's really kind of you. You know, We, 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 we like people to have a great time. And the audience was certainly up for having a great time. You know, I know that the guys have been stood out there and they've endured a bit of damp but weather early yeah, on, you know. Yeah. And... Um, so the sun came out, you know that uh, you know the Earthman and, Earth and Fire experience have been on. They were great. The Blockheads have been on. They were great, yeah, yeah. you know. And so it's just very nice to be part of a lovely day like this. It certainly was. Now, Mike, we had you on the show just a few weeks ago. You're on the last podcast as well. And to Gino to prove his uh, knowledge of yourself, he came up with some random facts. Can we just test these out? Because I'm not actually sure whether they're true, Gino. I mean, yeah, what? No. What I was doing was I was explaining to our, to our podcast. Uh, listeners and the listeners of Paul show is the fact that you're called Mark Kine because you're so good on bass and you've got such a fast thumb that Sweden actually phoned you and says, would you become king of our nation? Is that, is, is that, is that true? Well, it is, yeah. I mean, I just don't know how you found that out, though, you know, because um, Do you know the only reason says? that I said no is because... Um, well, it's because I don't speak Swedish, <laughs> which is a problem. Slight, Slight barrier. Yeah, Slight yeah, barrier. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing was the, the strummer? Yeah, the other thing was um, the... I think you're the best player in the world, the best bass player in the world. Oh, thank yeah. You. And I saw you today. I've never never got a chance to see you live in the A's. And I saw you today, blown away. So I came up with the evolution of, of how how you got such a such a fast thumb. And in fact, you started off as a drummer. Uh, sorry, I apologise. You started off as a hummer, so you used to hum music. <laughs> and then you started drumming, and then you started strumming, and then you just started the thumbing. Well, oh, listen, I'll tell you, man. The king of thumb is sitting, and uh, the king of hum humming is sitting oh, next to me. Mike Lindup, man, he is just incredible. You can hear this guy like I've when you're in a hotel. You know which room Mike's in. <laughs> Because he just, he's got this incredible come a bit. It's the most tuneless you can Give us a shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds yeah, horrible. Um, yeah. To him, in his but head, see, I do it unconscious. I don't know. I'm doing it, and it's the other guy saying, "Mike, will you cut that out?" <laughs> we say, "Mike, you're humming," <laughs> and it's not just his feet. Uh, <laughs> indeed. And wait, do you do that when you're actually on stage? When you actually guys are, are gigging? Do you uh, oh, hum in your head? You or? might do that when you play. Oh, no, actually, I'm, I'm a bit busy singing. Thank God. <laughs> but, you know, because it's a lot better than you. No, but it's not. That wouldn't be unusual because a lot of pianists, uh, you know, Keith Jarrett, uh, you know, one of the greatest pianists of our time, Oscar Peterson. Uh, Oscar Peterson have this great way and they're making really yeah, weird noises while they're yeah. playing you know excellent this is great which is uh, not good 
stuff. And just something we've done with all the other artists. We've had a little quiz. It's not nothing too taxing. It's more about experiences from the 80s. So if we just quickly run through this, Gina will start you off. Basically what it is, it's four questions, 20 points per question. Yeah. The idea is you get 80 out of 80. See where we're going there. Okay. Right. So, here we go. so we'll yeah. give you individual scores and then a level 42 score. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So if you're going to start, yeah? Yeah, we'll yeah. start with you. We'll start yeah. with you, Mike, and then we'll, and then we'll do it. Mark, right, I'll okay. So, yes, yes. We'll and you can just think it's about like it. Mr. and Mr. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're on the bill, Mr. Mr. I don't think they're getting broken away. That's very good. I see right. what you did there. I think so, here we go. Uh, so the experiences we're looking for is your experiences of three of the biggest movies from the 80s, E.T., Dirty Dancing, Top Gun. Which was your favourite? What can you take from those movies? Well, for me, E.T. Hands down. Can you do a bit of E.T. for us? We've heard you humming. Can you do some E.T.? John Williams. John Williams. The great John Williams. And what about yourself, Mark? Well, I was going to say Dirty Dancing. It's Dirty Dancing. In fact, we did a bit of that backstage because just before we went on, they were playing... Uh, you know, this time is the of my life. time of my life, oh, yeah. Right. And the stage manageress chick sort of came flying across the stage towards me, and I lifted her above my head, wow. and we did that big spin thing. <laughs> amazing. amazing, that is amazing. amazing. And then I woke up. <laughs> 20 points each, lads. Good start, uh, good next start. up, did you ever in the 80s own one of those Casio calculator watches? Was really cool. Oh no, but I'll tell you, for my 18th birthday, my mum and dad, and I'm going back even further than the 80s mm. now, I'm going back to 76, 75, 76, my mum and dad bought me an LCD watch, ah. uh, and that was red, you know, yeah. and it was like wow. incredible. It was, the, it was the same one that James Bond, when I think it was Roger Moore who sort of tweaked his watch and suddenly it lit up, and everyone went, I want one of those. <laughs> and you got one. one. I got one for my 18th amazing. birthday. Yeah, amazing. I'm afraid to say I never had one. No points, Mike. I'm going to give you Mark 10 because it was a watch at least. Yeah? It was <laughs> it's got a Casio, but it was a watch. Okay. Uh, next up, members of the A team. You've got Hannibal Smith, Mr. T, Helen Mad Murdoch, and Face. Who would you most relate to out of the A team? Oh, well, it, it would have to be. Um, uh, who, who was uh, who was the boss? The guy with the, uh, the, yeah, the Hannibal the, Smith. Uh, Hannibal Smith. Yeah. The, it was, no, was it Hannibal Smith? The guy with the cigar. Um, it was uh, George Peppard. Yeah, George yeah, Peppard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, him. Because when I when I was at school, I had my hair cut. Because I used to have really long hair, and yeah. I had my hair cut. And a chick in the class said, uh, "Oh, you look like what's his name from the eighties? George, George Peppard." Which I thought was a bit harsh. I said I was only fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been the cigar. I know. <laughs> Yourself. Mate. Shut up, fool. Oh, oh my word. Get some nuts. Oh, but I'm still leading. Oh, Mike, it's, go, it's so close. Right, last next one, last up, one. Favourite item of clothing from the 80s? Uh, Favourite item of clothing from the 80s? Oh, Personal God. item of clothing. If, if you what you've worn, what you've seen, what you remember. Generic. Madonna's G-string. Wow. <laughs> Which I nicked from her dressing room. Did you? When was that? Tell us the story. By how many points is it worth? I'll oh. give you 100 points. <laughs> okay, well, I snuck in when yeah, she was on stage. Yeah. <laughs> I snuck in when she was on stage. And there it was, still steaming. Right? So oh. I... <laughs> you should see his nose now. <laughs> oh, my word. 100 points. You promised me. How can you be that? Go on. Let's see what you can do. Favourite item of clothing from the 80s? Well, uh, <laughs> I can only be honest, and uh, it's uh, the very first time... We had a gig, our first gig on the Isle of Wight, the Babylon Club. I went 
to get some stage clothes from the King's Road. And I went to this shop and found this Fiorucci jacket, which was lime yellow, lime green, nice. black tiger stripes, yeah. sort of remember puffed it. out sleeves, well. <laughs> waist, and, and it just looked ludicrous. But I thought you had to have loud clothes to have stage clothes. So that's yeah, that, that's it. It's great, and you were absolutely right, man. And that's it. You know, it, we were far blingier before anybody knew us. Then yeah, we, we sort of dumped down like a band. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Let's get the final scores from Mr. Conti. Right, okay, for the story about your clothes, 150 points. Mark, you scored 150. Hey, that's dreadful, man. You scored 150. Mike, you got 190. Collectively, a level 42 got 340 out of 80. That is tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> well done, boys. Well done. 110%, you know. It's been a pleasure to chat with you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you very much. Uh, good, thanks. How's yourself? Yeah. Great. I met you once before. <laughs> but honestly, but 12 years ago, you were reading fourth in Edinburgh, and you were standing in the doorway, and I think you were on your phone, and I walked in, because I was working at the time, and I went, yeah. all right, Tony, and you went, all right, mate, and I was like, Jesus Christ, that was Tony Hadley. <laughs> I thought you were something like there. Well, I'm a typical Londoner, all right, son, all right, mate, how are you, you know, yeah, so, um, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, pretty approachable, really. It's, uh, if you look at the early pictures of Spanner Valley, we look like such angry young men, but we were actually really pretty cool guys, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, anyway. And so from that, that's the introduction to Tony Hadley, one of the biggest stars of yeah. the 80s. He's with us here backstage at Rewind Festival. And uh, I'm just going to hand over to Gino here because he is such a fanboy. He's such a huge fan of Tony. Hey, um, so I'm just going to let you really? remember. Oh, wow. Cheers, mate. I love, the, I love, the, I love Spanner Valley. Uh, I think you're yeah. one of the coolest guys ever from the 80s. And you, you carry it with you. I think you've got a great persona. I've seen you perform oh. a few times. Just amazing. How much money do you want for this? <laughs> 50 quid will be fine. Just to pay, pay for the bed breakfast. That'll be safe. <laughs> uh, but no, when I was growing up in the 80s, being Italian, yeah, yeah. Um, I used to always have to get up suited and booted for like communion, things like that. And I always based my yeah. my, my sharpness on Tony Hatton. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. So oh. thanks, mate. Well, you know, you just... Um, I mean, the, the one thing I do try and do... I mean, I'm 53 now, so wow. it's like... You know, the one, the one thing you do don't do is try and look like a 19, 20 year old when you're 53 yeah, so, yeah. so I just kind of you know it's kind of suit. It's, it's a bit like sort of like Robert Palmer I always think Robert Palmer's like he was a really cool dude you know because he always wore all the sharp suits and stuff like that and Brian Ferry obviously and um, people like Tony Bennett so you just gotta be a, you know a little bit sharp I know I've noticed a lot of people here dressing like real neon oh my good god they've just stepped out of 1982 uh, listeners I don't do that <laughs> I might sing the songs but I don't dress like it do you enjoy looking out to the crowd and seeing them dress like that though because that, that is a big homage back up. to the time though isn't it yeah I mean it is I mean it's it's hilarious I mean what's really funny is when you see people who are actually quite young dressing up yeah. as the 80s and it's it's kind of yeah it's kind of um, yeah it's different it's almost those the, the people that live through the 80s kind of look back on it with kind of oh look at the fashion but the people that were you're slightly younger they look at it and think wow it's amazing and they kind of go for yeah. it big time I mean everything's retro isn't it? everything's you know every, every, everything comes again. around yeah. things come back in fashion and you know you never know what's going to pop up and um, so I, you know I think listen it's great that people you know are coming along the day having a great time there's I don't know 15, 16 16,000 people out there all rocking so to me that's good excellent just a quick question about their gold as yeah. well because that came around didn't it last summer with the Olympics and everything was it oh, great God. to be back in the limelight that way because gold was absolutely everywhere it was it was driving me mad to be honest <laughs> uh, I mean I do a radio show on absolute radio as well and uh, you know and um, and uh, Chris Christian O'Connor in the morning was like if we get certain amount of goals we are going to play a version of gold yeah. like 30 times or something <laughs> oh and I'd like to go in and sing a version as well but uh, it was it was great because it was on the TV every time we won a gold medal it was but the, the highlight for me is I actually went down um, 
to the closing ceremony and sang in GB House to the Olympians and the Paralympians. Wow. I had them all behind me on stage. Most of them too young to know <laughs> what I'm going. But actually, no, they all sang along. They've all got their medals and everything. The Prime Minister was there and, and Princess Anne and Zara. It was amazing. It was like a, it was a real honour. And it was a private affair, which was lovely. And, uh, and it, it was, yeah, pretty special. So what are you going to do? What tunes are you going to do tonight? Can you give us a wee sneak? Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, at the end of the day, you've got to be, give people what they want. So you've got to do true golden barricades. Yeah. I mean, those three are a must. Uh, gotta do, I'm going to do Only When You Leave, Lifeline. I'm going to do a new song for the new album. And um, and then I think I might, I'm going to do Dakota by Stereophonics, which oh, I love. Good stuff. I love the Stereophonics. I'm a big fan of theirs. And uh, I'm a fan of lots of bands, actually. But uh, no, so I'm just going to, just one little song for the new album. That's going to be out in October. And um, yeah, just but you, these kind of things. People are here to hear the hits. You can't do six or seven numbers from your new album. That's not gonna. I love the fact that you're a Phonics fan. I love the Phonics, um, and I'd l- I can't wait to hear Brilliant. that version in Dakota from you. Like, yeah, well, it's pretty, it's pretty rocking. Yeah, <laughs> it's. Uh, I mean, I just love it. I just think it's a great song. But I mean, the one that, you know, the one that always ends it has got to be gold, yeah. uh, and that's the one that everybody expects. If I didn't do that, I'd be lynched, I and I will be doing that. Don't worry, I don't want to be lynched. This place is going to explode. Listen, we've been doing a wee quiz. Would you like to take? Oh part? yeah, yeah, go on, go it's, on. It's four questions. It's not really yes, no answers, or whatever. Yeah, it's, okay. It's more based on the Tony Hadley experience of the eighties. Okay. Uh-huh. So I'll give you four questions. I don't remember a lot of it. That's uh, the problem. <laughs> we'll see what we can do for you. Like, <laughs> um, Twenty points a question. Ideally, you want Tony Hadley to get okay. eighty out of eighty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So first question: Give you three movies, top movies from the eighties. But ET, or Dirty Dancing, Top Gun. Which can you most relate to? Can you remember any quotes from them? Um, it's got to be probably actually ET. ET. I'm a real science fiction. I'm a science fiction nut. And uh, I know it's like a sort of more of a kiddie thing, but I love kiddie films. So ET. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Chee Chee Bang Bang, all those kind of things are cool, you know. So, so ET, we watched it with my kids actually recently, and it's like so sad. I mean, oh man, everyone's got tears in their eyes, you know. So, yeah, ET. It's the bit with the plant when he walks by in the plant. Oh my, oh, the well, plant. Like, yeah, oh, and he goes and he starts to breathe again. Oh wow! But still, did you want to go to Mexico again? When you start flying, you think get the Biomexis back on. It is brilliant. Honestly, I love films. Anything that's fantasy, science fiction, you know, and I love kids' films. I'm a big kid, really. Next question, then. Uh, one of the most iconic pieces of jewellery, the one of the watches from the 80s, the Casio Calculator watch. Did oh, you own wow. one? I did, yeah. I bought mine from a garage. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> they well, sold them in a probably, garage. Well, it probably wasn't a Casio. It was a cheap imitation from somewhere else because I probably didn't have the money <laughs> to buy the genuine high I don't know. How long did it you last? Know how much yeah. a, um, I don't well to be honest watches uh, run out on me I've had loads of watches this one I've got that a tag. Was a tag yeah the tag's good that's the only that's the first watch that's lasted more than a couple of years so um, yeah they, for some reason they break down on me you may be just unlucky with the watches oh, probably yeah. should have bought it from a garage should I <laughs> totally. next one uh, look going back to TV shows one of the biggest TV shows was the A Team right yeah, Mr yeah. T Hannibal Smith Face and you also had Helen Mad Murdoch 
which one would Tony Hadley play, say, if they were to remake it again? I know they've done it already, but which one most specifully? Oh, it's got to be, um, oh, what's his name? The lead character. Hannibal. Hannibal, yeah. yeah it's got to be Hannibal. It's got to be George Pepper. Yeah. Did you ever smoke with a cigar? cigar? Yeah, I used to smoke cigars. I, I've given up. I've become a sensible boy. <laughs> I gave up fags and cigars and and uh, not a lot else, actually, just the fags and cigars. Who's <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, but I'm sure if they offered me a part in the film, I could manage a cigar every now and again. Oh, totally, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. And a big Monte Cristo, lovely. The, the final one, I know you spanned the Bala Boys, you had that outfit, you, you always had your shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a few dodgy colours, I think, back then. Yeah, there there were. There was a few things. There was poppers and fur boots and your mum's silk scarf and and frilly shirts and uh, lots of makeup. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it was a bizarre time. Was it a favourite item of clothing from the eighties overall? Or was there one really bad one that really stands out for you? There, well, the, the one that stands out, really, I suppose, the one that I wore on Live Aid, which was the, the leather coat I had made with the big high collar. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was, like, you know, down to nearly the floor. And it was a double-thickness leather coat. And it was 80-odd degrees at Live Aid. And, my God, I was dripping. <laughs> oh, I mean, if you see, I've never seen it, but, but, I mean, I remember the day, and literally I was like, why are you wearing this? Because it looks good, you idiot, you know. Did you buy off some Turkish boy? No, I did. I had it genuinely made uh, by a friend of mine, Jane. And uh, she, she's cool, bless her. And, uh, no, so she met, and I thought, oh, it's gonna, I'm going to look the business. I looked the business, but I sweated profusely. Amazing. Excellent answer. So I'm going to give you a total score of 80 out of 80. I Good knew you were going to do that. And I'm going to give an extra 20 points because you're Tony Hadley. <laughs> Thank well, you very much. Hey, what can I say? Hey, well, 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 hey, and I found somebody that um, has had a bit of a moment after meeting one of their favourite heroes of all time. So, is it right? Just to grab a quick word with you, is that okay? Yeah, it's fine, it's fine. I've had what's your name, what's your name? Uh, it's Gino, uh, Gino. from Inverness. Yeah. who have you just um, met? I've just met the love of my life, eh? Tony Hadley. <laughs> and what did you say that you'd uh, allow him to do? Uh, well, I didn't say it to him, <laughs> but I did say um, to a couple of girls that we've been chatting to that I would let him basically... Um, like make love to me basically yeah. if you wanted to make man love to you yeah so so was it like meeting Tony and, and getting to sit that close to him and get your photo with him um, can I just say it was uh, we, uh, that was the most unprofessional I've ever been in my life <laughs> because it's Tony Hadley and you know he looks so good he's 53 right he looks absolutely if I look half that good at 53 he's so sharp you he's don't got, look half that good no. he's, got, he's, got, he's got a beautiful cut of clothes he's just he's a sharp dressed man and uh, to cut a long story short, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I would let Tony take me through the barricades. <laughs> and that's true. Go! <laughs> I'm just so giddy, eh, honestly. I, I, the last time I was this happy, I just got married. <laughs> Amazing. Tony uh, Hadley. I love him madly. <laughs> you sing that a lot as well, Tony Hadley. You love him madly. So, yeah, we got to meet him. You got to have your idol right there. And I'm getting the eyes off the, the, the press that are around. I'm getting, I've got the PR guy. I've got his manager. Everybody's staring at me as if to say, can you hurry this up, please? And I can't do anything. I'm trying to stay. I'm trying to get your attention. It's like, can't wrap this up. And you're just going and going and going. But it's a true story because my mum, basically, when I got my Holy Communion, she says, what sort of suit do you want to get? I says, can I get one like Tony Hadley? He's <laughs> on Bali. She was like, who? She was a big basic roller. Could he see past basic rollers, you know? Oh, shocking. Anyway, it's been a good day so far. Let's see what we can get from after this. 
Glenda Carlisle's on stage now. We're backstage again, and we've uh, been chatting to uh, the lovely Bev from the Daily Record for the last couple of days. And Bev, have you been enjoyed the? Wow! Have you enjoyed it's the festival? Been totally a step back in time. <laughs> Why did I do that in a transatlantic accent? I don't know, but you want to stop it. Do you want to stop it? Because if Belinda Carlisle comes in, she go. You won't know the difference. Really? But then. You can see. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't yeah. say that. Let's, let's talk about. Say that. Sorry, Belinda. Let's talk about who we. Where did that come from, though? Actually, where, you know where something? Did that come I actually am making a joke about that because Heather Small yes. said to me yesterday we were having a bit of a heightist joke because I said to her that I thought she was a bit smaller. Well, I thought she was a bit taller than she was meant to be in real life because yeah. I'd heard she was quite small. Then she showed me her massive heels and she said <laughs> I am actually quite small. She then saw me smiling, not in a sort of gloating way because I was a bit taller than her, and she. Said, Yes, okay, so you are taller than me, but I can sing. No. So that's where that whole Belinda Carlisle thing came but from. To be here. fair, Hella Small, she's two nineties for this podcast. She is, yep. Can I just say of all the, the clothing that we've seen, we've seen a lot of neon, we've seen a lot of Madonna wannabes, we've seen Hong a lot Kong of fancy foodie, dress stuff, we've seen, yeah. we've seen like Hulk Hogan, you've got a Pac-Man hoodie. It's awesome. Pac-Man, is that is that eighties enough for you? You know, I don't know. I've got a Pac-Man hoodie, I've got a Captain Caveman! <laughs> T-shirt. And you keep showing us, and you're obsessed with He-Man. That's right, that's right. You're obsessed with He-Man as well. You keep showing me this picture on your iPad. I know, we just keep zooming in on He-Man's naughty bits. It's terrible. (laughs) She-Man and She-Ra. She-Man and She-Ra, they should have really got together. I think there was. There is a picture of them together, but I'm not sure when that was taken. It was probably Santa Barbara or something. I I downloaded that as well. and I maybe spent half an hour in the bathroom uh, with that picture. And was it the orca the, or something? You know, there was a wee thing yeah. that floated about E Man as well, I think. When he was, was in the orca? bath? When <laughs> yeah, he was I in don't the know. Bath. Yeah, I saw I that. I don't know what he did. He didn't go into it. Hey, He Man, I'm going to run the universe, He Man. That's how he wrote. That's how he wrote. Yeah, the George has moved up. That's how he wrote. I don't know how he wrote. I know, he spoke like that. It's amazing. It's reached that point. Basically, what's happened is it's reached that point at the festival. Uh, where you just just babble because you know we're on like sugar highs and sugar lows and like dehydrated who's been the best person you've chatted with then OMG I mean what can I say well I got Jason Donovan there I got him for about four or five minutes nobody else really got him so that was pretty (laughs) cool and and we had a proximity he said I did ask him if it was as close as it was with Kylie I don't think he liked that 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 was a bit awkward awkward. yeah we've seen the footage so have you got plenty of material from the festival then to go up on the the website and the the record and things like that bags god have I got I've got loads of things I've also been getting them to sign my t-shirts this is for the Sunday Mail Centenary Fund and um, yeah I've been giving people an opportunity to um, to sign wherever they want on my shirt so and that says a lot about people whether they sign your top whether they sign your ass Rick Astley signed my ass Rick Astley actually didn't look like Rick but that's another story (laughs) he was upset he got a bit annoyed yeah yeah, he was. He wasn't. He, well, he saw that somebody had signed my boobs. It was actually, oh gosh, who was it? This, um, you know, the uh, starships. Oh yeah, yeah. One Mickey did. You know, the right one yeah, did yeah. star, and yeah. the left one did ship. And um, he, yeah, he was a bit upset that they'd actually gone there. Did Tony Hadley sign you? Tony Hadley has. I think he did my back, did he? But um, also today, I got Earth, Wind, and Fire. The man from Earth, Wind, and Fire yeah. took great delight in signing my right boob. I bet he did. So thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. It's been fantastic. Great. Thank you. So we're in the part. We're in the cut. 
So we're in the car, we've just got out of the car park, it's been rammed and we're heading on to the A9 now north to, to try and get some sleep. It's been a fantastic two days and we've just finished watching Human League, Gino. How good were they? You know something, the Human League played the Rewind Festival a couple of years ago and we spoke to a few punters earlier this afternoon and they said they were awesome and the PR guys backstage has told us that they are like, they take it to the next level and they're closing with an hour set and it was absolutely phenomenal. And it's amazing the fact that they kind of stood in at the last minute as well. It's only in the last week or so that they knew they were headlining because OMD was supposed to be doing it and then there was an illness and other sorts of rumours. But they, they pulled out and uh, Human League came in and they absolutely smashed it. Before Human League was uh, your idol and you got to speak to him today and you were buzzing for about the next hour after that. I tell you what, um, speaking to Tony Hadley was was one of the best interviews ever because, as I say, I bumped into him one time when I worked at Radio 4 in Edinburgh and he was actually really, really sound. And he was just, just as sound did. It was like you could, it was like talking to an old friend, you know? you sort of seen this guy all the time through the 80s, has grown up as a boy, um, just idolised the fact he was just so cool, he's got so much charisma. But generally, he was like, like a really nice guy. But he was amazing on stage and he did what we expect him to do. He did it for the women, he did it through the barricades, he did two, and then he closed on gold, which was fantastic. What a voice he's still got, he, age 53. Hi, tremendous, absolutely tremendous. Before that, Belinda Carlisle, we heard a bit of Belinda when we were speaking to Bev from the Daily Record. Um, Great songs, everyone's singing along, but totally. t- to be honest with you, I was a bit disappointed with the vocals. Yeah, I mean, I know that Belinda Carlisle, um, over the years, um, you know, she's had, she's not an, e- an easy ride of things, there's been that, the weight yeah, issue and all this yeah. sort of stuff, and I don't think the press have been kind to her, but I just felt tonight a little bit, um, I'm relating it back to when Level 42 played their set, obviously it took a couple of tunes maybe for Mark King to warm up a bit, and then he was fine, but I just feel with Belinda Carlisle, it's it's maybe not what it was, but still... Yeah. She was a, still hit after hit yeah, after hit, totally. wasn't it? it and she's, she's a showwoman as well, she oh, looked God. great on stage, yeah, yeah. with a beautiful sort of floral dress on, and she worked a crowd, which yeah. is the main thing, because that crowd, they're dying to just see some oh, of that play. Word, yeah, and when Jason Donovan was on, he had them in the palm of his hand, and, and the, the hysteria, but we had this uh, last night when we had... Um, Rick, Astley. Rick Astley came through, and people were going crazy. Jason Donovan, I think he kind of preempted that, and he didn't want to come through to the actual press tent, he did all the stuff behind I the think, press yeah, tent, yeah, I mean, he? I think I think he knew that there was he knew I mean, how crazy it was going to get. There was loads of people standing about, loads of, loads of women asking about Jason Donovan. And I think Jason Donovan just thought he thought, you know, I'm better to be sort of cruel to be kind because he just didn't want to yeah. let them all down. He knew he wouldn't have a lot of time. And even with the press, it was like two minutes, guys, in and out kind of thing for the photos. You know what I mean? He, he knew he, he was on a tight deadline and everyone had to be on and off and all that kind of stuff. So. And I'm um, just chuffed he found time and you check this out on the 80s <laughs> Rewind Again Facebook page. We got a selfie with Jason Donovan. <laughs> it's amazing. And from the angle, it looks like he's taking it. He's the one that's closest in the picture. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, Interview of the day for me has got to be Cutting Crew. What a good laugh the boys were. Um, Mike and Nick, uh, yeah. Nick, Nick, Nick Van Eed, they were absolutely fantastic. Again, very much like um, when we spoke to Tony Harley, both of those guys were just really just with us, so down to earth. And I think really, and uh, what I feel with all the artists as well is really appreciative of being there and just yeah. everyone's still loving their, yeah. their, 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 their music, you know? Definitely. Tremendous. It's been an absolutely brilliant weekend. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast. We've tried to bring you as much of the atmosphere as we possibly could. We've been out speaking to the fans and some of the shop owners, and we've spoke to some of the biggest artists, the 80s could ever have brought up and they're, they're back in there sounding fantastic it's been a fabulous podcast fabulous two podcasts in fact and we hope you basically keep it easy sorry I'm trying to pick my lead right, right. this is the 80s Rewind again Rewind Festival 2013 special